Welcome to T-RADS, an audio podcast hosted by Dr. Bisha Kamen, a radiologist at Temple University Hospital, with the purpose of sharing the clinical and research work done in Temple Radiology with the Temple community and beyond. We are pleased to bring our listeners informative and enjoyable conversation about the impact of radiology in and outside the Temple community. Although this podcast was recorded during the COVID pandemic, safe practices including six feet of social distancing and mask wearing was incorporated at all times, which may influence audio quality. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Bishak Kamath. I am doing the second of my podcast uh, for Temple Radiology. The gist, if you remember, of the podcast is to try to exemplify various members of our radiology division and the work that they do to the entire temple community at large. It's it's a way to also build uh, collaboration and uh, between the referral bases, between the community at temple and also our radiology department. We have had a lot of support on our first podcast from uh, the temple community, and also our administration in uh, Dr. Cohen and in uh, Ron Zink, who have been very supportive of this uh, venture. And um, I hope it uh, uh, prospers and continues uh, with the um, accolades that it got after the first podcast. So for our second uh, guest, we are blessed and privileged to invite Dr. Padma Janalagada. Um, she is a musculoskeletal radiologist she did her radiology residency at Bronx Lebanon Hospital and did her fellowship in musculoskeletal radiology at Temple University Hospital. She has been practicing here for 13 years, was mainly at Jeans for the first part of those 13 years and now more located specifically at the Temple, Maine. She has also been the associate program director for the residency program. I also want to point out uh, members on the IT side who work with the podcast with me, the two residents, Dr. Zach Walshen and Dr. Ji Moon. So with that said, Padma, welcome. Thank you, Bishak, for the introduction. And thank you, Jimmy and Zach, for being here and your time. So Padma, I want to start off with a very open-ended question, as we always do with these podcasts, and that is to please tell us a little bit about yourself. I originally went to medical school in India before coming to United States with my husband Ravi, who is also in the medical profession. After my radiology residency in New York, I relocated to Philadelphia for MSK fellowship at this institution about 15 years ago. Bishak, as you mentioned earlier, after my fellowship, I started off my career at Jeans Hospital, the outreach division of Temple Health System, where I practiced general radiology for several years. During that time, I developed interest in MSK ultrasound, which was upcoming field. I collaborated with the peers at Jefferson Radiology to launch MSK ultrasound program at Jeans Hospital. I would like to acknowledge the excellent support provided by my fellow radiologists, administration, and especially the tremendous enthusiasm shown by ultrasound technologies in acquiring a new set of scanning skills. I am passionate about MSK ultrasound and this is something I am happy to be continuing at Temple, Maine. As you know, being a radiologist is like a detective work. 
you put together all of the clues and pieces of the puzzle to come to a diagnosis and that's something i love practicing and teaching the residents one of the things i have enjoyed the most over the past couple of years at temple has been the opportunity to work closely with the residents as the associate program director i am excited to talk more about the initiatives we have been working on very nice uh, very nice background uh, you know you have a vast variety of experience you have uh, entered into the administrative role with the associate program director with that i want to now delve into specifically your specialty in musculoskeletal radiology please elaborate a little bit about what the various type of studies that we read here in musculoskeletal radiology at temple what are some of the potential new types of studies and procedures that are coming there i know it's a procedure based field as well so maybe you could talk a little bit about that sure at temple we have three msk radiologists my colleagues are dr syed ali who is our section chief and dr ling in msk section we provide interpretations of radiographs cts and mris not only that we perform diagnostic ultrasounds including dynamic evaluations we perform mr or ct arthrograms of all major joints shoulder being the most common followed by hip and occasionally knee and wrist rarely we also perform on elbow and ankle as well when requested by our clinical colleagues we also perform ultrasound guided procedures such as small joint injections like in toes and also within the phalanges i specifically enjoy performing ultrasound as regular patient interaction allows clear visibility as a doctor involved in the patient care so we also interact with our clinical colleagues in multidisciplinary team meetings such as tumor boards and traditionally the msk biopsies are performed by interventional radiology and we also have good rapport with our clinical teams and we get opportunity to work with our clinical departments either discussing day to day cases or working on research projects excellent thank you for uh, explaining about the musculoskeletal division uh, padma now if you could please talk a little bit about working at genes and then now that you're physically located at the temple main how are those two experiences in terms of both the msk studies that you read and do and also maybe resonant interaction and others in what sense are have they been different at genes the experience probably is similar to community practice as i mentioned before i have worked at genes as a general radiologist with a special interest in msk radiology with the responsibility of interpreting all cross sectional imaging of uh, abdominal imaging as well as chest imaging and also msk cross sectional imaging and performing msk ultrasounds since we don't have residents we are the point persons for our clinical colleagues and i have enjoyed my stay at genes but the big part i missed while at genes was interaction with the radiology residents 
Excellent. As we know, with the podcast, we um, try to get questions also from the medical students in the temple community. And one of their questions was, in the musculoskeletal radiology, in what kind of technological advancement have there been in the past few years? What advancements could benefit musculoskeletal radiology in the coming years? Okay, that's a good question. Advances have been continuing in the field of musculoskeletal imaging similar to rest of radiology. One such development is MSK ultrasound growth which has accelerated through amazing improvements in the technology. The resolution of MSK ultrasound equipment enables incredibly thorough and accurate examination which is of course almost similar to that of uh, MRI when you compare the resolution of tendons. So ultrasound is not only low-cost problem-solving tool but also unique in that there is no ionizing radiation associated with ultrasound. So another such development is also 3D MRI which will allow us to assess the MSK structures in three dimensions. When coupled with the 3D printers, musculoskeletal imaging could allow us to print patient-specific implants and synthetic tissues. So this work is in still progress. Another trend is 9 to 21 Tesla MRI, which may not necessarily have direct clinical use as of now. But however, currently allowing us to study cellular metabolism better and to assess effects of newer drugs on cells, so that speeding up the launch of newer drugs. It is evident that MSK imaging is finding accelerated usage in various areas including imaging of tumors and tumor-like lesions, trauma, infection, and spinal interventions, etc. There is also rapid MRI sequences which are coming out in uh, academic centers. They would account for the time savings of about 66 to 85 percent when compared with uh, unaccelerated acquisitions. Another exciting anticipation about the future is uh, dynamic volume CT which is 4D CT imaging. In orthopedics, as you know, quite a few problems manifest only when the patients move and work. So that limits the assessment of dynamic pathology by the static imaging where the patient lays still either in X-ray or CT or MR machine. We have the ability of dynamic assessment by ultrasound as I mentioned before, but ultrasound is limited because of the operator's experience and also we can only examine superficial structures by ultrasound. Whereas the dynamic CT not only allows us to make the better diagnosis, but will also enable the clinicians to tailor surgeries more precisely. So as the time passes, the depth of knowledge will increase and help the patients and physicians understand and treat the disease better. Very nice. I mean, I'm, I'm just... Uh amazed to hear as a colleague in the radiology field some of the advancements and especially this the 4D uh, concept. Thank you. Mm. So Padma, another one of the questions from the medical students, they wanted to know also besides the advancements, also some of the research that has been recently published or is in pending publication from the musculoskeletal division at Temple. Sure, Bishak. In our MSK section, 
we encourage our residents and medical students to participate in various research activities such as case presentations, abstract submissions, and journal publications. So especially by involving in the abstract submission, they would have an opportunity to attend annual meetings of major national radiological societies such as RSNA, ARRS, and SSR, to name a few. We strongly support and provide supervision to the interested trainees to publish. And we also often collaborate our research work with the faculty from other sections. And also, we work with our clinical colleagues on various projects. We have published in wide variety of topics such as um, tumor, especially fatty tumors, and also infection, especially in kind of a drug overdosage and their complications, trauma, and also other areas as well. Excellent. Now I'm going to slightly shift the topic to the broader arena of radiology again, and that is COVID. We're now, a lot of us are vaccinated. We're in a different position in COVID than the last podcast that we did. Um, nevertheless, you've been through the whole experience also with the musculoskeletal division, but also in the radiology at large. So how, Padma, has COVID changed the work of radiology uh, since the start of pandemic in your division? Sure. Thank you, Vishak. So as you know, COVID-19 pandemic has dramatically changed our lives in an incredibly short period of time. In accordance with the CDC guidelines, the major conferences have been canceled to reduce spread of the virus. But the one good thing that I always say that came out of COVID is the web-based video platform Zoom, through which we were able to continue our noon and morning conferences as usual, and were also able to perform resident readouts. Let me tell you, we haven't stopped for a single day our noon conferences during the COVID time. Another significant change to residency program is when ABR decided to postpone diagnostic radiology core exam. As residents have been studying for months, this came as a shock. The AIRP also had to cancel its last session, which the third years usually attend, and the away rotations also have been similarly affected. The pandemic has been changing obstacle each day bringing new challenges and we had also zoom interviews during resident recruitment season while the pandemic has caused many issues it highlighted the resilience of our residents and we have bonded together more than before on the whole these changes are constructive and will contribute positively to the future of radiology education i believe thank you and that is a nice transition to the next question in line, and that has to do with your role as Associate Program Director. I have two questions that are somewhat related, and I'll let you expand on both of them. One is, how is it like working with the residents and staff, both as clinical educator, but also as the role of Associate Program Director specifically? And then the other is, what lessons have you learned working as a Associate Program Director? Sure. So it is very motivating and rewarding experience to work with the residents. The residents are backbone of our department and also this institution. 
I truly feel our residents and staff are like family and look forward to working with them every day, no matter how challenging it may be. Our faculty and residents have a very close relationship, great camaraderie exists in our department. I really enjoy teaching residents and also learning from them. I encourage and challenge the residents to their full potential. Our residents are also very passionate about radiology, which is reflected in their enthusiasm, in sharing interesting cases, and also presenting at the conferences. And they're very hardworking, knowledgeable, and strongly motivated in taking charge of consulting and driving the use of medical imaging within the clinical practice. Our residents serve as point people for our clinical colleagues across the Temple University health system, thereby taking ownership of their learning. And it is very rewarding to see the residents as they grow to become very competent and successful radiologists. And that you also asked me about the lessons I have learned working as associate program director. That's okay. correct, yeah. So I just want to say that it is very informative to work with the residents closely and learning the views and perspectives of the millennial generation, which is an eye-opener but a very rewarding experience. And also I've ha I feel like fortunate to have the opportunity to participate in the last ACGME accreditation site visit, which is a very enriching experience and which was made possible by support from our program director, Dr. Beverly Hershey and GME community. And also recently I participated in the Clinical Competency Committee with you, Bishak, to review each resident semi-annually, which is a learning experience in the assessment of resident milestones in core competencies. And also we both participated in the Program Evaluation Committee, as you know. I have learned the importance of engaging residents in programmatic decisions. I would also uh, mention about the diversity and inclusion committee. So recruiting a diverse residency class remains really challenging for many programs, especially because only approximately 30% of radiology applicants are women, and only 10% are from underrepresented minorities. So this recruiting season, we were successful to match 50% of women and 50% of underrepresented minorities in our program. I want to emphasize that this was only made possible because of our residents' enthusiastic representation during Zoom happy hours and also the effort and participation of our faculty and residents during Zoom interview sessions. A big shout out to Dr. Beverly Hershey for her unlimited support and our chair, Dr. Gary Cohen, for his enthusiastic and passionate speeches to the interview candidates. And finally, to our energetic program administrator, Kiara Kunanis. That's right. Kiara has done a great job. I personally thanked her the other day, so we're glad to have Kiara. Of course, yes. And I was noted that Kiara is also getting married this week, so we want to say congratulations to Kiara. Congratulations to Kiara. Now I want to talk these roles and uh, these opportunities to talk don't come just randomly. They come because you have achieved a lot, Padma, and uh, you have gotten the Temple Owl recognition, to name a few. You've got a teaching award. 
and you're very well liked by the residents. There's no question about that. So you, you please talk a little bit about your experience, your achievements that you have gained here because I know for one that you're a very good clinical educator and you're very well received in our department. So please elaborate on that. Thank you, Bishar. I would like to express my sincere thanks to the residents for giving me the teaching award. It was a pleasant surprise and humbling experience and also very motivating and it would inspire me to teach better. The same thing with the Oval Recognition Award as well. It's very humbling experience being out there and being recognized in the radiology department. Congratulations on both. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So we also had a set of resident questions, Padma, and one of the things they wanted to know is, you know, what drove you towards the musculoskeletal radiology? Sure. Uh, that's a good question. As I mentioned before, I was trained from 2000 to 2005. It's a long time ago. At that time, in my training, I didn't have much of exposure to MSK MRI. That's the main driving force for me to get into MSK MRI. And then we had like some MRI exposure within the body imaging as well as in neuroimaging. So that's the main driving force for me to get into MSK MRI. Excellent. And the other thing the residents wanted to know is the MSK fellowships, if you could talk about how that has changed. Yeah, sure. The MSK fellowships, they have changed a bit, not much, because when I, when I trained, we used to do like a MSK MRs and the CTs and ultrasounds, not that much of ultrasound, but the number volume has definitely increased. When I during my fellowship training, I used to do like a 10 MRs probably the whole day, and then maybe few CTs, not that many n ultrasound, basically none. But now MSK progressed in such a way that we do kind of a lot of volume, high volume of MSK MRs as well as CTs, ultrasounds. And also I always uh, advise residents, which I missed while doing my fellowship was doing the plain films. As you know, the plain films are backbone of uh, MSK radiology. It's important for you to go to the fellowships where you have opportunity to read MSK radiographs as well. And also ultrasound, which has progressed a lot, as I mentioned before, because of the advances in technology. You can go to the places where they do a lot of dynamic imaging. Not only that, they do a lot of procedures, ultrasound-guided procedures, if you have like a good referral base. That's very important, and then especially the residents who are interested in doing procedural-wise. Excellent. Well, I think we touched on a lot of the different to topics, both your division, both your role as associate program director to summarize. And I think we are in doing these podcasts, I always feel like I always learn something new about my colleagues. And we're really, Padma, very, very fortunate to have you talk to us. And I hope uh, this venture goes on like this with many people like you because it gives our division a very, our department a very strong feel of the type of people that we have, the type of things that we do, and uh, also exemplifies what our department is all about. So with humility, I, I thank you for participating, and so we're very appreciative. Thank you. Thank you, Bishak, for this wonderful opportunity. I want to thank Jimmy and Zach for your wonderful time. Yes, thanks, Jimmy and Zach. Also thank the leadership 
Dr. Gary Cohen and Ron Zink. Yep. For for the support of this for podcast. For their support, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to T-Rats, hosted by Dr. Bishak Khamet. Special thanks to the Temple University Health System, our guests, and the Temple Radiology Department, including the Chair, Dr. Cohen, and the VP of Clinical Operations, Ronald Zink, for their time and effort in making this podcast happen. Music by Ethan Butson. Please note that this podcast should be used for educational purposes only and should not be used for the assessment or diagnosis of medical pathology.